Welcome to Stepping into the Light with Julia Treat, a weekly podcast devoted to helping you open up to your own unique abilities so you can receive loving and supportive messages from your loved ones, angels, and guides. I have met with countless families who have had to deal with the devastating loss of a loved one due to suicide. Although I have not personally experienced loss in this way, I know that it is one of the most devastating ways to lose a loved one. The pain, guilt, and confusion that it leaves behind can haunt family members for a lifetime. Those left behind live life with such a burden, wondering if they missed signs or could have stopped the act from occurring altogether. They often carry this guilt with them each and every day, wondering if their loved one is safe, and more importantly, if he or she is in heaven. Many of us were taught that anyone who takes their own life is automatically banished from heaven, never being allowed in. After the countless readings that I've done where suicide was involved, I have come to a much different conclusion. It doesn't matter who the person was, how they planned and carried out the act, how angry they were, or even how messed up they were. They are always taken directly to heaven. Multitudes of angels surround these troubled souls, even as they begin to act upon their fateful decision. The angels know that they need love more than anything. They wait patiently to take them to heaven's gates, where they will teach them the error of their ways and fill them up with love and light once again. I call it angel school, as I see it as a time for healing and learning, with hundreds of angels acting as their teachers and guides. While in angel school, departed loved ones are shown alternatives to the decisions they made allowing them to see how things could have turned out differently. This isn't done as any sort of punishment, but rather to prepare them for their next journey here on earth, if they are so guided to return again someday. Every reading is different, and the time spent at this angel school varies from soul to soul. I'm not sure why times vary for each individual, I just know that they do. The following story is quite an amazing one. I share it with you in the hopes that it might help some of you who are dealing with this traumatic and life-changing event. Names have been changed to protect the identity of those involved, and it is only with their complete blessing that I share their story with you. My wish is that you somehow find healing and comfort as you read their story. May you know that your loved one is in heaven, and more importantly, may you know that they are not alone. I received a call from a close and dear friend one afternoon. I was scheduled to see her for a personal reading that evening. Ashley's voice was shaking, and I could tell that something was wrong. When I asked her what was going on, 
she proceeded to tell me that her brother-in-law had killed himself that very morning. I was absolutely shocked and lost for words, as I had known her family for a couple of years. I had done readings for her and her sister and had cleared each of their homes. We had started to build a close relationship, and Ashley and her sister were important people to me. Ashley began telling me a horrific story of how Michael had walked out of the home he shared with his wife, Summer, that morning, walked just a few steps, and hung himself from the tree that stood right in front of their home. He had decided to end his life at 7.30 that morning, the same time that everyone from his neighborhood usually left for work, and also the time when all of the children generally made their way to school. It wasn't a stretch to think that Michael was trying to make a statement. His own stepson was asleep in the house and was one of the children that was usually up and out the door for school by then. Not this day. This day would be different from any other. Ashley asked if I would meet with her sister and the rest of her family for a reading that night. She hoped that I would be able to connect with Michael and bring some sort of comfort to her sister and family to know that he was okay. I agreed and headed out to their home that evening. When I arrived at Summer's home, I passed the tree where Michael had ended his life. But instead of feeling sorrow, anguish, and pain, I felt such love and peace. I saw fairies and angels dancing around the tree. They were working so hard to shift the energy around the tree back to a space of love and light. There were so many of them. The fairies were holding hands and dancing in circles around the tree, and the angels stood right behind them singing beautiful music. It was an amazing sight to see, and I knew that all of Summer's helpers had come to help her in her time of need. As I walked into the home, I was greeted by Summer and her family. There was so much sadness, and they were still shocked and confused. I sat down, gave my condolences, and quickly got settled in. I told everyone that we would be attempting to connect with Michael and any of his guides and angels in hopes of finding out that he was okay. I said a prayer, asked for all of the family's beings of light to come in, and quickly connected with Michael's angels and guides. I saw Michael standing next to several angels. He had sort of a shameful look on his face and had difficulty looking in my direction. It was like he was so ashamed of what he had done and just couldn't find any words to express how sorry he was. Michael's angels spoke up and told me that he had done this act to cause harm and that they were working with him to help him see the error of his ways. Michael's angels continued and told me that he would be in angel school for seven days, the place where souls, like Michael, are often shown alternatives to decisions they have made.
As the reading continued, more of Summer's family members came through, letting her know that everything was going to be okay. The angels came through with messages of love and protection and assured Summer that there was nothing she could have done. The angels assured Summer that they had been there all along and had intervened earlier that morning. They made sure no one came down your lane, I told her. Summer nodded her head, as if she knew what the angels were telling her. You see, as Michael hung from that tree, not a single car drove down the lane, as would usually happen. Summer in Michael's house was the first house on the lane, so everyone had to pass it to get into the main road. It was a weekday, and people were generally going by to go to work or to walk their children up to the bus stop. Not that day. No one drove by, and not one child walked to the bus stop. Summer's son, Robert, who wakes up at the same time for school every day, didn't even wake up that morning. He lay sleeping, even as sirens from the ambulance and police cars came roaring down the lane. As Summer told her story, we all knew that the angels had stepped in and protected everyone else on the lane from seeing what had happened. Celestial intervention had taken place indeed. As the reading continued, I told Summer that I saw a multitude of angels standing underneath Michael as he was preparing to take his own life. They were waiting patiently to take him immediately into their arms. I saw Archangel Michael and told her that he had spared her Michael any pain or trauma. Summer breathed a sigh of relief as a tear rolled down her cheek. Thank God he didn't suffer, she said. I continued and told Summer that she would receive a sign from her husband in seven days, in the form of a feather. I didn't know where she would find the feather, just that this feather would be her sign from Michael that he was okay. That feather would be his sign to her that he had completed angel school. Loved ones often come through with signs, letting their loved ones know that they're okay. Summer's sign was going to be a feather. I went on to tell Summer that her son Robert, who has the gift of seeing spirit, would see Michael after this seven-day period and would know that Michael was all right. I have to admit, when I receive the way in which loved ones are going to come through with signs, I always tell them that they had better deliver. We ended the reading a few minutes later. Summer and her family appeared calmer, knowing that Michael was in the angel's care. I received a message from Summer exactly seven days later. She had received her sign. She had been cleaning out a closet that day and had come across a shoebox full of old photographs. As she sorted through the photographs and pictures, reminiscing about her life with Michael, she came across a large feather lying in between two of them. 
She was surprised and instantly knew that Michael was letting her know that he was okay. Summer went on to tell me that her little boy had received his sign as well. When Robert got home from school that day, he told his mother that he had seen Michael. While Robert was sitting at his desk, Michael and Robert's grandpa appeared to him, standing in front of the room. Robert's grandpa visited him often, so this was nothing new to him. Robert continued to tell his mother that Michael and his grandpa were acting silly and making faces, and that he had to keep from laughing for fear of getting in trouble with his teacher. When Summer heard her son's story, she felt a peace and calm come over her. She had always known that her father was watching over Robert. Now she knew that Michael was as well. She knew that Michael was in heaven and that he wasn't alone. Summer was the one who found her husband. She still struggles with that vision, but with the angel's help, she has allowed herself to heal and let go. She has come to terms that there is nothing she could have done to change her husband's destiny. He made his decision, and he carried it out. He was on his own journey and decided to end his early. Summer realizes that she may never know why Michael did what he did, but she does know that he is safe and sound with the angels in heaven and that he will continue to watch over her and her son. If you have ever lost a loved one due to suicide, I am so very sorry. Please know that your loved one was surrounded by angels and was not alone. Your loved one was taken directly to heaven, where they continue to receive love and support from all of the angels. Let go of any guilt and know that there was absolutely nothing you could have done to stop them from ending their life. Your loved one was on their own journey and unfortunately decided to end it early. The angels love them. They will take care of them and they will never leave them. Be sure to ask for signs from your loved ones and be open to the miraculous ways that they can let you know they're near. They love you so much, and they want you to know that they are at peace. God bless each and every one of you. Namaste. Thank you so much for listening to Stepping Into the Light. Be sure to visit juliatreat.com and click on the Join the Collective page, where you can sign up to receive monthly lessons on soul surfing, energy amplification, and cultivating your own meditation mojo.